Hello and welcome to this Lloyd's List podcast. In 2021 and 2022, several vessel operators began trialling drop-in biofuels to measure carbon dioxide and nitrogen oxide emissions. The claim was that significant reductions of CO2 could be achieved with certain biofuels. B24, for instance, comprises 24% used cooking oil methyl ester, which is abbreviated to UCOME, U-C-O-M-E, and this is blended with conventional fuels. With decarbonisation almost the only topic of conversation at in-person conferences, and biofuel the hot issue at almost all bunker gatherings, it's time to explore the rapidly evolving biofuel market and find out whether it is competitive against very low sulfur fuel oil. Why B24 is emerging as the fuel of choice in Singapore and B30 in Europe and how these should be priced into the market. I'm joined on this podcast by two experts from Argus Media, which provides commodity and energy price benchmarks. Sammy Six is Deputy Editor, Marine Fuels, and Catherine Caulfield is Business Development Manager, Marine Fuels, Bitumen and Base Oils. Welcome to you both. I'd like to begin by understanding the basics. Catherine, what goes into a good biofuel? Sure. Uh, thanks, Richard. Um, so marine biodiesel is a blend of conventional fossil marine fuels and biofuels. And from the marine perspective, um, we're seeing that there are four key things that bunker suppliers and ship owners are looking for when considering these marine biodiesel blends. The first is availability of the bio component itself, the cost, customer demand and also proof of sustainability. We're seeing that the rising demand for sustainable shipping solutions from end customers is a is a global requirement, but we do see some variation in the bio component availability and the cost of that on a re- on a regional basis. So that's why at, at Argus we are publishing different prices for different blends uh, using different methodologies in both Singapore and Europe. So I understand we talk about B10, B20, B30, even B50 and B100. So what's behind all these different blends? Yeah, so um, the grades that you're referencing are a suite of marine biodiesel indexes that Argus launched for Amsterdam, Rotterdam, Antwerp in September last year, following requests from the market for these prices as they started looking or, or bunkering these um, these products. So just as an example, B30 is composed of 30% advanced fame zero, which is the bio component, and 70% VLSFO, whereas B100 would be a 100% advanced fame zero. Um, it's important to note that these prices also include the deduction of HBEGs, um, also known as Dutch bio tickets, um, which reduces the cost. Um, but we also add some other costs associated with blending and, and delivery of these products. So these these prices B10, B20, B30, B50 and B100 are published on a delivered onboard basis. And we are seeing that the B30 and B100 are the most popular right now in Northwest Europe, 
with these prices already being used um, in contracts and for internal transfer pricing. So, so is it likely that ship owners will eventually settle for the most optimised for their ship type and their operating profile? Yeah, I, I think that's a, a fair assumption that ship owners will choose the most appropriate fuel for the vessel type, the route the vessel is operating in, and also one that meets EU and IMO regulations and, and the company's strategy. Um, you know, marine biodiesel is currently available for bunkering, which is an advantage of this product, while other low carbon fuels like methanol um, are still being developed. On the marine biodiesel side, we do see that it's container vessels and cruise ship owners in particular that are bunkering marine biodiesel. And the feedback that we've had is that it's their customers that are driving the demand for marine biodiesel because they're willing to pay the higher cost for the, the greener solution, whether that's moving you know, furniture across the world or um, planning a cruise in the Caribbean. Thank you. Sammy, uh, let's turn to you. There, there are regional differences, as we've said. Um, Singapore, the world's largest bunker hub, has a restriction at B25, which is not the case for European and US ports. Why is this? Is there a safety perspective here? Hi, Richard, and hi to everyone uh, listening in. So actually, this has to do with an IMO regulation that stipulates that ocean-going barges cannot use biofuel bunker blends with a biofuels content of over 25%. So suppliers in Singapore are capping it instead at 24% in order to just have a safety margin, which is why B24 is now the dominant blend uh, over there. This restriction does not apply to other bunker hubs such as uh, Amsterdam, Rotterdam and Antwerp or Fujaira since those barges are classified instead as river-going barges. But it seems that the IMO last year in June allowed for blends up to B30 without the need for a nitrogen oxide or NOx assessment. But for now, the market in Singapore is dominated by B24. Such a blend seems to reduce CO2 emissions by about 20 to 22% compared with conventional fuels calculated on an energy basis. Okay, so now that B24 has become established in uh, Singapore, Sammy, um, how do we price it into the market? These markets are emerging so rapidly. Definitely, and it seems like uh, IMO 2030 is already upon us. LNG was the most mature of all alternative bunker fuels, uh, but biofuels have rapidly overtaken LNG in this market. Uh, LNG bunkers accounted for about 50,000 tons in 2021 in Singapore, but fell back to just 16,000 tons in 2022, or a 60% drop year on year. Biofuels, on the other hand, accounted for 140,000 tons last year. And these volumes, they just doubled in the last three months of uh, last year. So pricing-wise, it is encouraging to see that we have bids and offers emerging in this market. So we're no longer having to look at calculated prices for B24. So tell us about the new B24 delivered on board Singapore price that Argus has just launched. Sure. So Argus was actually the first uh, to launch a B24 price assessment in the market on 31st of January. It's a daily price quoted in US dollars per ton for a blend consisting of 24% Yukomi or used cooking oil methyl ester and 76% VLSFO. This is for bunkers delivered on board for Singapore for a quantity of minimum 100 tons 
and the delivery date is for four to 12 days forwards from the trading date. And how's the price assessed? Well, as mentioned before, the B24 price is assessed based on deals, bids and offers obtained from market participants, both buyers and sellers. We talk to a variety of companies such as ship owners, ship charterers, bunker suppliers, traders and brokers. This is actually in line with how we assess already conventional bunker grades such as VLSFO, HSFO and LSMGO. We receive about 10 to 12 bunker deals every day for Singapore, which we then use to calculate a VWA or a volume weighted average that meets our methodology. So B24 is largely priced based on bids and offers at the moment, but we're confident that we will start receiving deals soon in line with the growth in the market. Catherine, um, why has this happened now? Um, yeah, so f from from what we're hearing from the market, um, the real drive to use these marine biodiesel blends is is coming from the ship owners' customers and these customers are willing to pay the higher costs associated with using these fuels. Um, you know, while IMO and EU regulation isn't mandating the use of these products uh, yet, um, companies are looking forward um, to regulation that will um, drive the use of lower carbon fuels in the next, you know, seven to 20 years. Um, so companies that are not using these products now are looking forward and, and planning and trying to understand what the availability and cost and demand is um, in the coming years. So customer demand is very important uh, here. Yes. <laughs> Sammy, how have price indications changed uh, over the past three or four months? Well, Richard, there's quite a wide range uh, heard out there, as you would expect with such a new product. Uh, but from what we've heard, B24 is offered in Singapore at around $300 to $350 per tonne over the price of VLSFO. The bio component of B24, Yukomi, is sourced mainly from China, and that is obviously a market in itself with its own supply and demand trends influencing the overall price. Um, at Argus, we have a biofuels team that I collaborate with to understand Yukomi trends and how that might impact supply availability for B24 blending. Um, Catherine, just as regions vary in their embrace of biofuel blends, there's also a, a differing attitude to pricing, isn't there? How does B24 price trend in Singapore compared to the B30 price trend uh, in Antwerp, Rotterdam, Amsterdam range? Uh, yeah. There is a difference um, as the two prices are for two different blends and the EU does have a subsidy, um, sorry, the Netherlands does have a subsidy that Singapore doesn't. Um, but just as an example, um, on the 6th of February, we saw that the European B30 DOB ARA price was $701 per tonne which was a 24% premium to Argus VLSFO DOB ARA price assessment, while B24 was priced at $924 per tonne, which was a 47% premium to Argus VLSFO DOB Singapore price assessment. And when we compare these two prices, B30 ARA and B24 Singapore on an outright basis, B24 DOB Singapore is $222 per tonne more expensive than our B30 DOB ARA price. So 
the demand for biofuel is growing, but it's still tiny compared to LNG, VLSFO, and obviously HFO. Um, Catherine, how do you expect the biofuel market to develop this year and into the future? So based on our discussions with market participants in the lead up to the launch of our European prices and our Singapore prices, we were hearing um, that many companies are planning on either expanding existing marine biodiesel operations in these regions um, or starting new ones in the next six to 12 months. Um, and this interest is not only in Europe and Asia, but also in the US. So we, we do see that um, demand is set to grow and supply is set to rise. Thank you. Um, final question for you, Sammy. Um, your B24 DOB Singapore price is the first market assessed price uh, that's available. Do you expect to follow this with a full range of pricing in the short term? Well, yes, absolutely. Um, our alternative marine prices will develop in line with the market, obviously, and we would love to launch spot price assessments as soon as we see that liquidity is sufficient to produce robust prices. We do already publish calculated prices for LNG, gray methanol, biomethanol, gray and green ammonia, and hydrogen that our clients can use already. These are published in energy density equivalents to allow a like-for-like -like comparison across alternative and conventional fuels. If anyone is interested in seeing more examples of this, you can always check out the Argus Alternative Marine Fuels Hub on our website. Thank you very much. So as shipping moves towards decarbonization, there will be many options available and biofuel will certainly be there in the mix, uh, literally. Thank you to Catherine's thank you, Sammy, and thank you too for listening to this Lloyd's List podcast.